Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing out there? I beat you to it. I wanted you to today. <laughs> I let you win today. You ain't let me win. Because if you win, we win. You let me win. I was in there. I was in there. Okay. So we are still, this is Doug and Renee. And we are back with We're another back. episode of Doug and Renee Married Life and another episode of... Never Give Up. Never Give Up. Yes, so we started this new topic last week, and I would like to pick up where we left off last week or the last episode, yes. which was last week. Uh, oh, happy Resurrection Sunday to everybody um, out there. Yes, happy uh, Easter. Easter, and also shout out to us, we didn't say this last week, happy Third Doug and Renee married life anniversary. Oh wow! Not Three our years. not our marriage anniversary. We've been together thirty six years. For anyone who's just listening to us for the very well, first time, thirty five years, six months, and three days. It's a little bit longer than that because in July we'll make. <laughs> I just came thirty six years. <laughs> I just rounded up to thirty six years. But for those who are just now listening to us for the first time, we have been. Doing Doug and Renee Married Life podcast since April 1st of 2020. Yes. To God be the glory. God told us to start it. I forgot what day he told us to start it. But I remember him specifically saying, I I had to go through my notes. It was was before the pandemic hit. It was before, because the pandemic started in 2020. Mm -hmm. It was before the pandemic. It I was going to say it's as if God knew, (laughs) but God knew Mm -hmm. that um, that was going to be a season where we were going to be all, you know, hunkered down, hunkered down, uh, locked in, quarantined, whatever you want to call it. And marriages was going to need an extra boost to get through uh, more times in each other's presence Mm -hmm. and more time together and. Just help give us more time, so more time. so that we would never give up. Yeah, and so we started in 2020, and we've been for the most part uploading a episode every week, every Sunday. Yes, we, we record an episode. Yes, we, except for if we go on vacation, and I think last year we did the holidays. Last year, but you've always gotten a new episode from us every week, or you've always gotten an episode, even if. Like last year, we decided in December to give you some mm-hmm. some new some give you some of our favorite episodes yes. on replay. Yeah, um, but nevertheless, um, I just wanted to say because we forgot to say it last week, happy anniversary to us. Thank you, God, for blessing us to do this. Yeah, and giving us the strength. To do it, you need to get some cheesecake up in here. uh, Cheesecake and challenging us (laughs) to do it. Everybody don't know that Creed movie reference, but um, thank you, God, for blessing us, giving us the strength to do it. Yes, because 
even though it may sound easy and it may sound like we always jovial and having fun, there's been some ups and downs. Some ups and what? Ups and downs (laughs) through doing this podcast. Um, I'm glad you heard yourself. And look, I'm about, y'all about to hear some of the downs in a moment. Because this brother right here, he don't like when somebody picks on, not pick on him, no. or mimic him, or no. or or no, or, or, or point out something. That's but when it. I do it, he wants you're, to point it out. You come up with a, you just come out with some sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Because we've had accent. this accent out of nowhere. Okay, that's how I talk. But just out of nowhere, it's like. I've been everywhere you've been. Just like I'm multi. I've lived everywhere you've just lived. Just like I'm multilingual. I'm bilingual. That also, I'm also multicultural, multi-accent, and every once in a while it comes out. So we are talking about. We've been through some up. ups and downs. <laughs> yeah, just sort of look on our face. <laughs> Because I wanted to emphasize it that time. This brother right here. Oh, my goodness. All right. So moving right along. Moving Thank right you, God, along. for That was for six three minutes years. of yeah. us just talking. No, it wasn't. I was, I, I was giving God the glory and thanking him for three years of doing this podcast yes. that I initial, initially did not want to do. Mm-hmm. True. And, and, and God convicted me and got me on board. And through our ups and downs, we never gave up on what God told us to do. Yes. Hence, Not. if God told you to get married, we want you to never give up. Yes. Even in the midst of challenges, even when your flesh doesn't feel like doing it. And trust me, your flesh doesn't always feel like being married. No. Your flesh not. wants to say, you know what? Never mind. But if you call yourself a Christian, if you call yourself a Christ follower, if you say that you believe in God and his principles, then that means what he created, not just you, but he also created the Institute of Marriage. You have to do everything Mm -hmm. that you can possibly do, not just within your own power, but within the power of God to never give up. And not just doing what God told us to do. I think sometimes we there's a there's a and and you have to do it the way he told you to do it. Mm-hmm. That's where um some marriages get um tripped up on. Not just, oh God told us to get married. Okay, y'all got married. Now the and you have to do it the way he wants you to do it. Right. And so that's uh, coming back to our podcast. We are doing what we feel like God told us to do. And how he told us to do it. Yes. God loves a cheerful giver. So you, even in your marriage, it's a giving um, ministry. It's a selfless ministry and you have to do it. He loves a cheerful giver. So you have to do it cheerfully, even when you don't want to. Usually you hear that scripture about tithe and offering. God loves a cheerful giver. But I never thought about it in the context of marriage, of Giving and being cheerful while you're serving your spouse and doing all the things or doing some things you don't necessarily want to do or going places you don't want to go. So, yeah, I never thought about that in the context of marriage. All right. I see you over there reading your Bible. (laughs) All righty. 
Okay, I was. I was okay, you said you. So last week we left yes. off at stop trying to fix what is not broke. Mm-hmm. And when I was typing up these notes originally, I think I put stop trying to fix what is broke. And I was like, no, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to write that in my notes. I meant to put what is not broke. But then the thought occurred to me, or the Holy Spirit said to me, people need to stop trying to fix what is broke. Also. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, how do? Why would people not try to fix what's broke? Because you're trying to do it within your own power. Mm-hmm. He said, not by power or not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So even if there's something that does need fixing in your marriage, you keep trying to do it within your own power, and you keep trying to do it your way. It's 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 very difficult. Mm-hmm. And in some instances, it may be darn near impossible for you to fix it. You're going to have to rely on God. And part of never giving up is not just not giving up on your marriage, not giving up on your spouse, but it's not giving up on God. You have to have loving love, faith, and hope all in God. Because you love God, never give up. Because you hope in God to fix and help resurrect on this resurrection day, resurrect your marriage, then don't give up on God. You have faith that God can restore your marriage, that he could change your marriage, that he could rebuild your marriage. Never give up on God. You may have lost hope in your marriage or in your spouse. You may have lost faith in your spouse and their ability to be faithful, or their ability to love you or respect you or honor you or appreciate you, to communicate with you. But that is not the ministry of marriage. If your trust, faith, hope, and love is in God, never give up on him. He can restore your marriage. He can resurrect what seems like a dead situation. Mm-hmm. Well, when you were talking... And you said, stop trying to fix what is broke. I heard somebody out there in podcast land saying, do I just ignore it? No, you address it. It needs to be addressed. Whatever is broke, it needs to be addressed. But you pray about it. I mean, you talk, you and your spouse are going to have to talk about it. That's rule number one. You got communication. We always come back. No matter what topic we talk about, it always comes back to communication. And you need to communicate and address the elephant in the room, whatever the problem is. But you and your spouse also, excuse me, you need to pray about, pray about the situation, pray about what you are addressing. And I would say, I would dare say, pray about it before you talk about it. That'll probably help you out in the long run that you sit down. That's something I think we learned after the fact. Mm-hmm. Is that let's just pray about something before we have this conversation. Let's just invite the Lord into this conversation that we are about to have because it's sensitive. We don't want anybody to um, be misunderstood or anyone to take something the wrong way. And, you know, Lord, just deal with all the outside distractions, outside forces, because well, Renee and I need to have this conversation. So right. we pray about it address what needs to be addressed. And then from there, there should be some sort of plan of action that 
the two of you come out. And this, I'm not saying all this happens. This is not a sitcom. This doesn't happen in 30 minutes. You know, there should be a plan of action that comes out of this. And then you execute, execute the plan. But you also need to allow grace for each other um, because there's going to be somebody who's more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? One person is going to be more, I want to say get up and go, but more. More inclined to, to do what needs to be done. Yeah. Or... And so you got to, you got to, every you and your spouse may not be moving at the same speed as far as the executing of the plan. Whatever the plan is, whatever finance, sex, whatever it may be, um, one spouse may be, okay, we need to do it. Let's do A, B, C, D, da, da, da. But you have to allow grace. You have to allow your spouse grace to catch up to you. You may have to slow down so they can catch up to you. So that way you're both moving at the same speed. One person may be leading, other person may be following. doesn't matter who. The point is, whatever you two are addressing, whatever the plan is, you both have to execute the plan. Right. And another part of praying before is to help bring your flesh under under subjection. Yes. Because, Because sometimes you are getting ready to have a topic that may be uncomfortable, a topic that maybe one or both of you have been avoiding, a topic that you have revisited over and over again, and you're just tired of having that same conversation. And just going to God in prayer and asking him to lead the conversation to prepare the other spouse's heart to hear what you have to say, to prepare your heart to hear what they have to say, just helps to bring your flesh under subjection so that the top, the conversation goes a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. The Bible says a three-strand cord is not easily broken. So when you invite the Holy Spirit into your marriage, into your conversations, into your situations, then things go a whole lot smoother than you trying to do it within your own power, with with you trying without you trying to fix what's broke mm-hmm. the way you want to fix yep. it. Let the Holy Spirit lead your conversation. Um, there may be times where the Holy Spirit will say, I don't want you to say anything. I just want you to listen to the person. Um, there are times in the conversation where you just have to allow your spouse to say their part. Maybe you take notes um, so that later you could just really allow what they said to marinate and don't take it personally because that's how that person feels. That's how whatever is going on is affecting them. Allow them the opportunity to speak um, their peace um, and you hold your peace <laughs> and let the Lord deal with you accordingly. Because a lot of times we have conversations and we're not listening to what the other person is saying because we just like double dutch, um, ready to jump in and say say our part and we didn't hear a word that they said. So sometimes, and the Holy Spirit have told me this, I'm not saying I listened every time, which made the conversation go awry, um, but the Holy Spirit has told me, just sit and listen to Doug. Let, let him talk. You may not agree. You may not even like what he has to say. Listen, hear his heart, let it marinate. Selah. You talked about allow them, allow your spouse the opportunity to talk. And what what I just wrote down was allow them the opportunity to feel, feel what they're feeling. 
Right. You know, you can't, you cannot say how your spouse should or should not feel. That's something I learned the hard way. I can't tell Renee how to feel. Sure can't. (laughs) (laughs) And you can't. I mean, as, as hard as you, I mean, you can, but you wouldn't be correct in making that um, statement. Now, you got to remember, opposites attract. You probably, when you were dating your spouse, you probably loved the fact that they were so different than you. They saw things different. They did things different. They were outgoing. They were this. They were that. Or this person's an introvert or this person, whatever it may be. You love those qualities about your, your spouse, your future spouse. Or they spoke their mind. Yeah, I love the way you, you, you know, you always want to say what's on your mind. You never, when you're dating, that's cute. Mm-hmm. And then when you get married, it's like, I wish this person would shut up. <laughs> <laughs> always talking about what bothered them and what they want to speak their piece or whatever. You just got to understand that's just part of marriage. Yeah. So and I think the. I popped myself. The, I think the important thing is. Um, to know when you give up on your marriage, um, because it takes discipline to stay married through tough times. Um, And so what you have to realize is when you give up on your marriage, that can gravitate into other areas of your life. Um, It affects your discipline in your character. It affects, you know, your character, and your ability to stick out other life challenges. Um, so God is doing something in your marriage and for your marriage, but also in other areas of your life. So it's important to remember, don't just stay disciplined, you know, when it comes to, you know, your business, or you stay disciplined when it comes to your eating, or stay di- disciplined with your fitness, or you stay disciplined that you know you don't smoke, you don't drink, but like some people stay but, disciplined. It's just cleaning their car. They will clean their car every week faithfully. Faithfully, we, yes. Mm-hmm. Every week they're gonna clean their car. They're gonna clean their car, yes. Or <coughs> excuse me, just other areas. They they are very um, disciplined, but when it comes to your marriage, you want an out. No, you got to be disciplined in that area as well. And the more you're disciplined in that area, it will affect other areas of discipline. Because you want to be disciplined <laughs> and to stay married God's way. So what I'm, and I, I keep popping myself because I should start a sentence with so. Um, discipline to stay married God's way. Now you can get married and you can do all sorts of things that God would not be pleasing or pleased with as far as your marriage. So you could, you know, say I'm married uh, on paper only, but you're living your own life. You're living your best life. You're, you're married, but you're single. And you're, you know, you come in when you come in, you go when you want, you do what you want to do. Y'all have separate accounts, everything's separate. But the only thing is on paper, you're married. And so when Renee was talking about it takes discipline to be married, it definitely takes discipline to be married. But in addition to that, if you want to be married God's way, because, again, God created marriage. He did all this. So if you want to be married and get the benefits that God wants you to have, 
it you will have you you're gonna have to be dis- disciplined in your actions and your thoughts, definitely in what you say. Because once you, I I don't know what conversation we had. This was years ago, but I knew as soon as those words left my mouth, I was never gonna be able to to get them back in. And I could see the words coming out my mouth like a cartoon. And I was like, my mind was telling me, don't say it. But my mouth was saying, boy, I got this lined up and it's coming. Mm -hmm. And so I said it and I could see the words coming out of my mouth. And I saw how it impacted you and affected you and affected and affected you. I don't know if that's right. But anyway, I saw how the impact it had on you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I should have listened. Should have listened. It's something that you always told our children. The three R's. There's ramifications and repercussions. No, two R's. The yeah. two R's. Ramifications yeah, okay. and repercussions. Ramifications and repercussions to your actions. Mm-hmm. And there's ramifications and repercussions to staying and doing things God's way. But there's also ramifications and repercussions to giving up. Mm-hmm. If you give up, you miss out on a whole beautiful thing that God wants to teach you in your marriage. And he wants to build something in you and get something out of you. And again, it's not about us, but it's about serving God and serving, uh, doing it his way. When you started this podcast, you were talking about us being married 36 years. And now that I'm now that we're here, thirty, you know, coming up on thirty six years, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm I'm happy about some of the things we went to went through, mm-hmm. but I I because we can come from an area of, for lack of a better phrase, a term authority because we've been through some things. Mm-hmm. If you stay married any length of time, you will go through some things. You're gonna go through some storms. It's not. It is not possible to stay married any length of time and not go through storms or not go through seasons, whether they're self-inflicted or whether, you know, it was just life, life happens. Mm -hmm. And so we've gone through some things so we can come from the aspect of, okay, we've been down this road before. And so we want to encourage those of you who are coming down the road or roads that we've already traveled We're just trying to help you, encourage you just to not fall into any of the pitfalls or use any of the excuses or use any excuse really as to why you cannot uh, stay married and have all the benefits and blessings that come along with being married. That's that's our heart in all of this is to encourage young couples or, or single people, whomever is listening to this podcast that you can make it. Just don't give up. I dare say people listen to us because they consider us to be subject matter experts. You don't stay married 36 years without experiencing some things and learning some things along the way. And through those lessons, not saying we have perfected marriage, not saying we are experts on marriage. When, but but we are experts in some areas of what not to do <laughs> because we've done it and we uh, saw the ramifications and the repercussions of our actions were not good. Uh, like you said, some self-inflicted things. And so we are trying to help 
others not to, like you said, fall into those same mm-hmm. uh, pitfalls yep. and those mistakes. You're going to make them, but we're trying to help you minimize mm-hmm. them. We're trying to help you stay together. We're trying to show you that if you stick it out on the other side of it, there is a beautiful season. Yep. Because when we were in counseling many years ago, again, and we've probably said this in numerous podcasts, we've never we we would have never seen this day if we had given up. We have would have never seen that God wanted to use us to speak into other people's lives about marriage. Um Again, a lot of the things we went through, we, we weren't necessarily, uh, we don't look back on mm-hmm. it and we're not pr- proud of it, but God is allowing us to use it to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. And um, therefore, we probably had to go through some of those things. Again, some of it self-inflicted and some of it, you know, just life. But here we are today just trying to help someone else through our experiences to say, you too can go through marriage and not give up. There, there's a scripture in the Bible. And when you were talking, I was, I thought immediately thought of, there's nothing new under the sun. We've, we've had marriages come before us, marriages that are present day, marriages in the future. Somebody's going to mismanage money. Somebody's, you know, somebody may be adulterous or whatever, you know, somebody may, I don't know, whatever you want to put in that, somebody may be, and you fill in the blank, Ecclesiastes 1 and 9, in the Amplified Version, says, that which has been is that which will be again, and that which has been done is that which will be done again. So there is nothing new under the sun. And so what I want to encourage you all is that this marriage thing has been around for thousands and thousands of years and it's nothing new. It's two people coming together, trying to figure this thing out to do it the best way they can. Two people, man and female, and just want to be clear on that. And God (laughs) (laughs) trying to figure out how do we come together? If we have children, how do we raise our children, you know, to, to love God and to, to do all the things that we have taught them how to do because, you know, when they get, when they're younger, you know, when they're toddlers, they're nice and cute, but then they grow up and, you know, then, then you gotta, yeah. So anyway, then we'll get to that. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but marriage, I was saying marriage has been around for thousands of years because God created it. It's two people coming together, two different backgrounds, two different personalities and we're trying to our hardest to make this thing work. I love seeing older couples that have been married 50, mm-hmm. 60, 70 years when we were out and about walking around. I just love seeing that. Mm-hmm. And he even, always he always says that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even like on Instagram, the the older couples, I love seeing them, you know, I just it's just something that does I don't know why I just love seeing it cuz I am I think it's inspiring. I just love marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you see other people doing it. And so if they can do it, we can do it too. And if we can do it, our listeners can do it. Yes. You just have to, sometimes it's just a, you got to check your ego, check your pride. Mm. And that that could be a hard pill to swallow sometimes, most of the time for me anyway. 
But you just got to check it and be like, ah, I want the bigger, the bigger goal is for us to stay married and for us to do it God's way. That's the goal. So if I have to check my pride, check my ego, check my mouth, because I understand the bigger picture, the bigger plan, then that's what I have to do. So, yes, sorry, pop myself again. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's just rem- remember that uh, all that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. You got to get your pride out of the picture. I think that's the third John. Because pride will not, um, is, is not, there's no room for pride in marriage. And I think you got the scripture? Yeah. Okay. First John 2, it's First John? 2 and 16. All that's in the world. Is the lust oh the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So get your pride out the way, get your ego out the way, and we will chat with you all next week. Next week. All right. God bless. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.